cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Yeah, working, twerking, lurking. Yeah, that should be my bio. Were you recording you that? Recording? Please tell me you were. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another week of Beards Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Melia and Lisa, take you through the sci-fi original series, Battlestar Galactica. This week, we are surprising you, except I think we already put it out on social media because we, did. we didn't want to surprise you too hard. Well, I mean, spoil. some people watch along, so. Yeah. So, yeah. we're actually going to cover episode six and seven because we love a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Also, we're impatient. I'm especially impatient. Lisa. <laughs> and, you know, it's Thanksgiving in the States this mm-hmm. week, so consider this our, um, our Thanksgiving treat to you because we're thankful for you, our listeners. We definitely are. Um, and this week we're also thankful for the beer because it is like probably the most apt name we have been able to get so far. I'm offended. We have had more creative <laughs> names. Creative names. We've had Colonial. That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this week we're drinking a beer, another beer from Clown Shoes, who you had a beer from a few weeks Last ago. Last week, I think, the Baked Goods one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Baked. was... That was- that was a great I thought that was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you both enjoyed that beer, yes. um, producer Tom. Um, but this week we have another Clown Shoes beer, which is the Galactica Indian Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that we need to explain why that is fitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not too, <laughs> not too hard. Not rocket science. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sunday, but... Yeah. Monday for you. So we're drinking that. Um and, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're about to get into all of this, but do we have any fan feedback or updates, Lisa? We do. We have some from listener Lisa. <laughs> That's great with the list. Love it. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, she says that she thinks it's hilarious that we ship, that I ship Roslyn and Zarek, because apparently Mary McDonnell said once that she and Richard Hatch would have the best time flirting with each other on camera and Ron Moore would just get really mad. So <laughs> I didn't see that out of nowhere. I'm yeah. great at reading chemistry. Mary was with you on that. Yeah. Um, she also said that apparently Callie shooting Boomer um, was supposed to be like Lee Harvey Oswald's assassination. Oh, the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald after the assassination of Kennedy. Oh. Um, so apparently it was a deliberate comparison, um, just like Rosalind swearing at his president. Yeah, they do time. like the yeah. visual references, yeah, don't they? So, um, yeah, well, so we got to see that comparison. twice in the flashbacks this week. Yeah. So just in case we forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you for that. That's good to know. I yeah, feel thanks, validated in my... <laughs> yeah, validated on all fronts. Oh, on all fronts. <laughs> uh, always love that. Yeah, keep the feedback coming, I'm sure. There's actually a few things in this app that I have like been... I have uh, earmarked to be like, I need another opinion on this. <laughs> so... Be listening and please give us um, notes or advice because we have questions. Mm. I have some questions. Mm. What did you think of these episodes? Oh, I loved them. It was really great. They move really quickly. There's yeah, a lot in it. Like I felt definitely. like I was watching it. Um, I sat down and watched it. Was it like after I finished um, off a couple of exams and it was mm-hmm. like my reward. Treat I to poured yourself. myself a gin. Uh, or I made myself a martini actually and I sat down yeah, to girl. watch it alone this is how I celebrate in my 30s uh, and I was like oh my god all the things are happening this is so exciting I'm so proud of you yeah. you're like living your best life <laughs> I just watch mine on my computer usually on like a weekend without an alcoholic beverage so <laughs> I had I'm to keep down. on theme on brand right <laughs> on brand yeah. yes 
Um, well, you know, it's a two-parter. And originally it was going to be a one one long episode. And then um, one of the directors, Sir Jeremy McAgezen, um, was like, this is too long. Like, this will not be we can't make this fit in the edit. Yeah. And so they were like, all right, we'll just like add some more things in. You know, I'm going to say something that might be controversial. I feel like they could have left out the whole Bolter plot line. And like, I love him and I'm glad to see him. And I'm definitely glad to see Six naked on a chair. Mm. But I just did not think that it was particularly necessary. necessary. <laughs> so apparently that as well as other, and I'd be interested to know what are the other scenes that you thought or plot plots that like were added after the original like also oh, they long. added it in that makes so a lot of that sense that was one of the ones that was added okay because apparently for a long time they've wanted well not for a long time but like during the previous kind of two seasons mm-hmm. a season and a half they had wanted to have a conversation where bolter because it made sense like it made sense for him to at some point be like you're obviously i'm obviously crazy or this is a chip in my head mm. um so they wanted to have that resolved yeah but they hadn't yet found a spot to put it in the mapping of the second season okay and so i guess when they were like well sorry they said when they had more time there were three things that were added okay um and one of them was the bolter and six plot okay i mean i feel like we kind of covered it like at the beginning he sort of thought he was a bit crazy it's kind of been an ongoing conversation yeah. hasn't it i just felt like he definitely didn't... asked it like at least once an episode yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah well look now he's got the scans you know doc coddle's got receipts on whether he is uh, uh had any injuries or not and he he proved not well, we can talk about that when we get to we it. We can. Mm. Um, well, that was added in. That was one of the things. And mm. then the other things that were added in um, when they had more time was that they had more scenes with um, uh, Starbuck and Apollo, mm-hmm. which I have thoughts on. Mm. Um, and they had more scenes like between the reconciliation of Rosalind and Adama, which I think was good. Because mm. mm. they're character-motivated episodes, yeah. even though they are action They are very character But they've got, you episode. know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, it was directed... Part one was directed by Sergio Mimica Gesson, mm-hmm. who's done a number of episodes, and Jeff Woolnow, who's also done a number of episodes. Mm-hmm. He did part two. Um, and the overall two-parter was written by the showrunners. So okay. this was one of the ones written by um, Ron Moore and David Eke. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was really satisfying seeing, and I've said this before, but like seeing different groups come together. Like yeah. Even just seeing Hilo be acknowledged by Rosalind. Oh like, yeah, of course. I had a note she about like, that. Because it know was who like, the fuck he is. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny because you watch it and you're like, oh, but we've been so invested in this. And yeah. then she's like, who is this man? And, and it like, makes sense. Yeah, he's like, listen to the nice lady. And it's like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then Apollo's like, oh, she's the president of the colonies. And he's just like, oh, like, of course Kay. he doesn't know. He's no, been on camera. Africa, but we know him yeah. so we just assume but it's satisfying it's like, like when you have really two satisfying. friends that you just know will like and then you Hit find out off. they know yeah. each other and you're like you, they don't know each other and you're like what do you mean you just should you just should yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was also satisfying i think having the conflict between rosalind and adama resolved mm-hmm. because you know it was um, getting a bit tired it could have yeah and like I think a weaker series or a weaker written series would have like really pulled that out for the whole um, season two to make it like a finale mm. thing. And I'm glad that they were like, no, you know what? We've still got at least 10 more episodes this season, but we're kind of, we're good to wrap that up. We're good to move along. Yeah. So I, I was really grateful really for that good. as well. It yeah. was a really 
Yeah. This Thanksgiving, I am grateful I'm that thankful. that plot was resolved. I think that we can be all be thankful for different things. I'm thankful. For... Let's say this week, let's not do an MVP. Let's say who we're thankful for or okay. what we're thankful for. As we go. Okay, let's continue. Because, uh, yeah, as we go. Sorry. We're going to whip through this. Sorry, I know I'm like slowing down. And we should say we're going to kind of skip on themes and just talk throughout because it's yeah. a lot to get through. There's, there is a lot. Mm. Um, you ready for my notes? There are a lot of notes. I'm ready. Let's all go. Right. Let's do this. Woo. All right. Beat by beat. I'm going to do part one and part two, mm-hmm. interject, you know, yeah. whenever, yeah. as you do. Um, and I didn't split it up based on like uh, on the Galactica slash um, in the fleet. The was fleet was with Cobalt because yeah. it was very cutty. Um, so we open with the Dharma. He hears about the exact number of the defectors who have jumped to Cobalt with Roslyn. He's basically like, D, I don't want to hear about people. I just want to hear about the resources, mm. which I suppose is like your classic dehumanization move. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah, I just didn't think it was particularly like characteristic of no, him either. It particularly contrasts with him being like, we're all family, you are all like my family. Yeah. Like, um, except for the people you're like, they don't exist now. Yeah. Just tell me about the shit. I felt like it, there was <laughs> just like a heavy handed way of them wanting to show this arc throughout the episode, totally. which I think they could have done effectively without I don't think they that. needed to say that or have no. that scene, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, whenever Ty is being the reasonable voice in a Ty Adama conversation, you know that that's poor writing. Because, <laughs> like, that's just not how their characters have been no, set up, no. you know? Um, a, we have a similar kind of or a mirroring scene, Adama um, with Adama. So we have young Adama or Polo mm. um, talking to the Quorum um, who are, like, with the fleet in um, near Cobol. I think it's a bit rich that he has to justify his loyalty. Right? It's like um, he's there. Yeah. I mean, what else does he have to do? He yeah. defected with the yeah. president. Yeah. Like, none of you would be there if he hadn't have done that in the first place. Right. I don't know why he has to prove you anything. Greedy at all. quorum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Zarek is like, well, I think we should just arm all our own ships, which mm-hmm. is a very Zarek approach. Mm-hmm. Rosalind's like, nah, the diamonds let us go. We just need to hang out, mm-hmm. wait for Starbuck to show up. We'll get the arrow. We'll be fine. Um, and many of the quorum, I think that it is... I, I agree with you that the way that they're putting uh, Apollo through his paces is like weird to me, mm-hmm. but I do think a lot of their questions are reasonable. Like how long do you think we will have to wait? Mm-hmm. And can't we just go down to Copal and like have a look around? Like yeah. some of these things are like, cause Rosalind doesn't know. No. It's like, what if they were there for months? Yeah. How long would it be before she was like, yeah, sure. You can go down and get like fresh water. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that happens. And then like Elosha's like, well, but Hey, like, you know, we can't go to Cobol because the scripture tells us that there'll be a cost in blood. Yeah. Cough foreshadowing cough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was sorry, heavy handed. It was as well. so heavy handed. Um, I think that should have been cut, but mm. you know, whatever. And then Rosalind's like reassuring the quorum, and then Zarek gets a message, slips out. And oh my god, it's Richard Wright. (laughs) I was so excited. I was just like, Sex in the City March. Yes. Crossover. So funny. And so funny that, like, given our conversation last week, I totally forgot that he is a character in the show. By the way, this guy has worked everywhere because i was like is that that's someone that i know that guy who that who's is. that guy who's that guy who's oh, that james guy? remmer but like yeah <laughs> exactly like he i looked him up on imdb because i just wanted to make sure i was like oh he was on sex in the city which character was he i couldn't remember i haven't watched it for a while and i looked it up and he's got like 170 acting credits Bloody or something hell. ridiculous i was like Dude, man does around. his work yeah. yeah like anyway i was so excited when that happened it's I was, so funny so yeah. funny because he's like this really for those who haven't seen Sex in the City he's like this really sexy yeah. like really oh, see, sexy I don't guy. like Richard at all oh he's really sexy though but like 
He's really selfish. He's a of bad course, guy. And I, don't, I didn't actually find him sexy, but I think that was an age thing. Particularly because when I watched Sex and the City 3 the first time, I was like 18. Oh, and I was yeah. just like, oh, he's old. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that's the case for me. I feel like that's when you know. It's like I'm like really into like, you know, um, the dad on Gossip Girl and like... Loves the dad bod. Exactly. And so I'm just like, maybe, but when did that start happening? Because I feel like yeah. I was recently, like I who, who always was the found first? like Giles, the most attractive one on Buffy. Yeah. Drink. Um, but like, I always <laughs> go for, yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the old dad type. So I don't know, maybe I was thinking he's attractive when I'm younger. We just keep adding to your bio. It's like Lisa, in co- inverted commas, loves an old dad, hot dog, <laughs> hot dogger, Charlotte. I can't even remember what the one we put in last week was. But, uh, you know, oh, there are many things. There are many If we ever do a live reading, your like, preamble is going to be like all the things yeah. I've added into your uh, name. 100%. But, yeah, you know, that guy's there. He's, at that point, he's just like an associate. Like, I don't think um, we necessarily immediately think he's going to be like... What? His name's Maya. In His name's show, Maya, yeah. yeah. Something that I find really funny is that... Um, Richard, like that character, um, not Richard Meyer, um, <laughs> distracted now. Um, he fits that like profile of like the classic character you never met before. And Battlestar have done this before. Remember yeah. that guy who was like in the political yeah, yeah. episode? It's like never been around, never seen them. And yeah. suddenly they're a main character that is known very well to main characters. Yeah, yeah. Like Zarek's like, yeah, 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 my right hand man. I'm like, we have never seen him before. Yeah. How come he's like, Getting, like, more lines than, like, Starbuck. But I feel like this is so true. And then I also feel like what they do, and this will come up later in the episode, is, like, several people die and they just don't care about anyone except the one person we know. Like, in the scene where, like, Alosha, like, um, gets blown up. Like, but yeah, there's all those like random other guards that get like killed, shot too, and they're just like, everyone's no like, one's even like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's not that many of yeah. you. Yeah. Surely you're upset about everybody. Totally, um, but it just happens like it happens like twice in this um, double yeah. episode no, or something. No, it's so weird. It's so funny. Well, that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, May- Maya shows up. Maya's like, hey, there's an unknown ship on the Dreadus, because like I guess Maya can like manage the ship or whatever i don't know um he's very important he does all these things he's very (laughs) resourceful um so maya's like oh i think it's a scout from galactica it's a cylon raider and then rosalind and polo show up to be like what's going on and then it's motherfucking starbuck yes back back with a vengeance yes um something i really love about this show and i've said this before but like you know i just want to reiterate like i do love that this show doesn't hold back on timelines like Mm. again it could have taken Starbuck, like, five weeks to get back. I mean, it seems logical because, like, I knew she know how, knew how to get back there. Mm. But, like, she could have been waylaid. There could have been Cylons. Like, mm. she had a pretty good run. Um, but I love that they were like, no, nope, like, we're just going to, like, get yeah. right back to it, you know? No, um, really They gave good. us what we wanted. Um, even though there was really corny music when she first showed back up. And that kiss. Yes, we need to talk about this. Do you want to talk about this Let's first? talk about um, it. Oh, no. It's just like, it was just, it was, it, I think, okay, for starters, they nailed it because it was so well done between them where he like went to like just kiss her so naturally and she's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no. Oh, it's so awkward. It's like so uncomfortable it's to watch. It's so jarring. Yeah. I was just like, this is so jarring. I literally. But I mean, they did it well in terms of they acted it mm. well. And apparently it was um, Jamie Bamber's idea to have that kiss in. In place of Polo. Of course. Of course. Because if you worked across of from course. Katie Sackhoff, you'd be yeah. like, so he was like I, think I think we, think we, we should do you. this. You know, yeah. But like, 
I immediately had to pause it and yeah. go back to our show notes from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like the last time they were like romantic was when they were on cloud nine and it was kind of like a nice little hookup, one night stand kind of thing. But they it didn't wasn't have even. Sex. No, but like, you know how they were like being all flirty and cutie and they yeah, kissed. Yeah, but that's it. Did they kiss? But that's it. Like, I'm pretty sure they kissed. I don't think they kissed before. Okay, well, it, anyway. Except for that when she's having sex with Bolter and she's like, Paul or Lee. Yeah, and they had that stuck. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't but like, think that he, they kissed. Well, what I was going to say, regardless of what happened <laughs> yeah. in that episode, and it's like they weren't in a relationship. No. There was no, like, the last note I have on the two of them in a scene was when she was like, screw you, I'm going to Caprica. And everyone was like, oh, betrayed. Like, remember how Paul is like, Starbuck, mm. where are you going? Starbuck. And then, like, that's when she, like, fucks off mm. with, to get the arrow. Mm. And so, like, I don't understand why. Like, I guess he thought she was dead. And then he's like, you're not dead. Yay. But, like, just so inappropriate. And, it like, inappropriate. also so weird. It's just it was so weird. weird. And it was very jarring. But very I think jarring. they nailed it. Yeah. Because I felt uncomfortable. That was my, yeah. my basis of it. I was like, it, it was just done. Anyway. But yeah. also awkward in front of everybody Right. As well. That's what I also thought. You've got, like, Rosalind standing behind us being like, okay. Like, it's just very weird. Mm-hmm. I found it very weird. Super weird. It's also really satisfying seeing um, Caprica Sharon show up. Knowing everyone knows she's a Cylon. But so dramatic. Flashback, unnecessary. Flashback, totally unnecessary. And one of many unnecessary flashbacks in this two-parter. Like, we know it wasn't that long ago. If they cut all the flashbacks, this probably could have been one episode. Yeah, probably. (laughs) So many flashbacks. (laughs) And it was so unnecessary. Like, we don't need to be hit over the head over it. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was pretty funny. (laughs) So you talk about how, like, the kiss was handled well. I think this was handled like really badly yeah because it was like mexican stand up yeah. again like oh pull up gun to your pull i was like we know you're in the military yeah. there's a lot of ego people really go for the gun but yeah. like no it's like come on guys can't we ever just resolve things yeah like have a conversation and then later in the episode like uh, we'll, i'm sure we'll get to it but when like healers like i thought it would have gone better like why why did you think it would have gone better like you nearly freaked out and killed her when like you mm. shot her when you thought, like, tried to shoot her when you thought, found out she was asylum. Why would you think he would just be like, yay, yeah, nice he to see not ya. That He's a bit of a dim sim. He is. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> but you love him. We love him. We do Yellow. love him. Mr. Vanilla. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Then we have opening credits. Mm-hmm. Um, Dramatically. Dramatic. Very dramatic opening credits, these two. This mm. two-parter. Um we come back, Rosalind's trying to defuse the standoff. Totally the forgot nice she wouldn't even, yeah, know Hilo. <laughs> um, of course, like, Apollo just, like, jumps to the conclusion that Hilo would be a Cylon. Like, it yeah. just, everyone acts how you think they will act in this scene, though, mm-hmm. which I think is good. Like, mm-hmm. Rosalind's like, Sharon will be put in the cell, she won't be harmed. And then she's like, nah, put her out the airlock. <laughs> which I was just like, that's a fracking ridiculous. Like, you it could at least, it, it's a bit of extreme. Like, come on. It was a bit of a, like, yeah. Um, you don't need to do that. And actually, what annoyed me is that well, she um, always values Starbuck knowledge. So yeah, but also like you don't need to throw straight in the airlock. Like it's kind of a ridiculous way of approaching it things. Doesn't need, not yeah, even doesn't need to her... escalate that much. Okay, no. when I said everyone behaved reasonable, uh, like as you think as their character expect, would, I don't know that from... Roslyn no, would I actually don't... have her out the airlock. I think everything else made sense. Yeah, I was really put off, or like it annoyed me a lot that Starbucks said nothing when yeah. Hilo was like, yeah. "Starbucks, tell them," yeah. and she Sharon didn't say saved anything. Her out. Yeah, the but only it. way I'm justifying it in my mind is that she's like shook because she just yeah. found out that other boomer killed Adama, and that's like that's all true. I can justify that's in my true. mind because I was like, I don't feel like Starbucks, given her history with Cylons and like 
seeing them how they are would have agreed with the decision to put Sharon out in the airlock, especially after she saved her life. And particularly after she'd seen from Sharon that she's valuable to mm. them. She's mm-hmm. much more valuable to them yeah. with them than dead. Yeah, absolutely. Or, so yeah. I didn't buy that. But then I, the only way I can justify it is, yeah, she was like, oh my God, the other one killed Adama. Like what could happen? Okay, I promise I did really like both these episodes, but you know what was distracting to, or I found weird? The mm-hmm. arrow of Apollo or Athena or whatever looks really silly it does look silly. it looks stupid I i'm like could they too. not have like spent on a better production it design kind of looks like, like it's paper mache yeah it looks like like With, it like, looks like something you would have in a fairy costume yeah like, it, it looks does. like it's a sparkly got wand sparkly things on it yeah i didn't buy it at all like it needed to look heavier it needed to look older mm. it needed to look like it came from like a museum and not from like a costume shop yeah like it really yeah, did look I like didn't that buy mm. that at all no i'm with you i noticed that as well and i don't it's usually notice things like that so yeah well every time it was there i was like Anyway, um, on Galactica, Adama and Ty trying to find a replacement CAG for Apollo. Not going super well. Mm. Um, well, I mean, Adama's already done it. so Yeah, I mean, that was like a, a dick move. Like, yeah. And I was totally agree with... So what happens is like, yeah, Adama's like, oh, I've already got this Lieutenant Birch who's mm. like come into the role. He's got your, our total support. Like, what a snake move. Mm-hmm. Why even? And Ty's like, why did you have me involved if you didn't need me? And he's like, yeah. just wanted to see what way you would go. Like, I guess it's to show how paranoid Adama is. Yeah. But I didn't think that worked. I also don't know where he got walnuts. Okay, this is also a thing that I had. I was like, there's some kind of heavy-handed metaphor going on with the nuts, but I don't know what the metaphor's meant to be. I was distracted by the nuts. Like, how did they get there? He wasn't even... Was he eating them? I just saw him cracking them. If he's not eating them, what a waste. But also, like, I feel like if you were making things on the colonies like i assume they must have food that they make on the colonies and i'm like if that was the case i'm sure walnuts would not be at the top of the hell no Mm. have you ever bought walnuts they're expensive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you definitely have like peanuts first they're hard to make it should have been cracking peanuts they're not that nutritional like it's not doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. again, like, things that, like, whoever... Sorry, production designer on this episode, but, like, you know, get, lift your game. Mm. Like, that was very distracting to me as well. Mm. Also, like, Adam... Adam is very weird in this, this first part. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes on this, like, monologue about how he loves everyone on the ship as much as his sons. It's like, we know that. You basically say a version of that every episode. We know. Um, you know, it's just weird. It was a weird scene. The nuts were very distracting. Um, mm. Yeah, it was. I understand the inference of that, but I meant the nuts that he was eating. <laughs> he was distracting. <laughs> Producer Tom, where is your mind? <laughs> In the gutter. In the Where it gutter. belongs. Um, yeah, anyway, the next scene I thought was really good, which was yes. when Adama uh, faces the press. Yes. Freedom of the press is not a license to slander. Interesting. Yeah. Things are getting very dodgy. Feels like that, uh, that scene shouldn't have been so relevant, but mm-hmm. you know. The, yeah, joys of science fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the press have a lot of questions. Adama's like, Rosalind's no longer president because she had did the mutiny, but we can replace she everyone on the ship with, like, someone loyal, mm-hmm. which is basically, like, we're just, like, casting off all those people. They're dead to us. Mm-hmm. And, like, one plucky reporter is like, well, I heard that you made up the Earth mission. And Adama's like, well, I'll put you in a cell. Exactly. <laughs> Where is he getting his yeah. information? Yeah, I am intrigued by mm. that because, like, we know that... Um, Starbuck knows that it was a lie mm-hmm. uh, because he admitted as much. And we mm. know Apollo and Rosalind know. Mm. And Ty. Yeah, but That's Ty it. would never. Ty would never. Unless Alan, maybe, Alan unless maybe. he told Alan. Yeah. yeah. That would be the most likely outcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, even again, like mm. Ty is even com- ca- telling Adama to calm down. Yeah. So you know that he's like yeah. cracking. 
Yeah. Cracking those nuts. Mm. Sorry, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. Uh, the next scene is, is that the one where they're all in space? It's with Bolter. Oh, okay. No. Goes to Bolter. I didn't write much on the Bolter stuff because I was like, eh. You know, it's funny. Like, we haven't spent time with Bolter for like a few episodes and because we, we were like mostly, yeah, yeah, on Caprica. But I feel like because he has been absent, having like one scene with him in an episode, it feels very shoehorned, you know? Like, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, look, he was smoking a cigar and looking boss as hell. He was. But then it was just like every Bolter scene ever mm. where he's like, oh, like, I'm going crazy because now I'm seeing Cylons everywhere. And mm-hmm. Six is like, you know what? Just chill out and let destiny take its course. Mm. Humans will just kill themselves anyway. So that was kind of a nothing scene. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the Astral Queen, Sharon's like tells Rosalind that she's carrying Hilo's child and she loves him. Um, she also tells Rosalind, I thought, some interesting intel, mm. which if it's true, because we don't know if she was telling the truth, mm. that the idea of like a central Cylon intel system doesn't work like that mm. and that she isn't wired in. What do you think about that? Well, I think that... Um, wait, you've seen Twilight, yeah? You know how when Jacob... <laughs> Mate, we have watched it together. <laughs> That's true. I was just like, I had a moment where I was like... So... Yeah, that is actually how this like, podcast yeah. oh, started. Oh, this is how this podcast started. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, you know when Jacob leaves the werewolf park? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he can't hear their thoughts anymore? Yeah. Does that happen in the movie as well? Or is it only in the books that that happens? I don't even remember. I've okay. only seen the later movies like probably once. Okay. So basically like what happens is when Jacob decides that he's going to leave yeah. like the wolf pack, the wolf he loses because you know how they all have telepathy with each yeah. other. He loses that because he has mm-hmm. his own like, Just like bam, you're out. So that's how <laughs> I see this working. Yeah. Right. It's the same. So you it's reckon like she that left. she had, she had an open line yeah. and then once she decided to like defect, defect, yeah. they were like, nope, you're cut. You're dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, that makes sense then. Uh, well, you know, I just thought it was interesting for her to say that. And it's also interesting when you think about what she says later in the um, two-parter. It kind I, I don't know if it undermines what she says in this scene, but it's just interesting what she chooses to share with Rosalind, what she chooses to share with other people mm. at other parts in, like, Dharma and whatnot later in this two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do or don't know about Cylons, which is, you know, we still don't know that much on their, like, central infrastructure. Mm. Um, yeah, well, Rosalind tells Sharon that the only thing that will save her is by telling them where to find the tomb of Athena. Mm. Sharon's like, well, cool, I'll give it my best uh, my best go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing faces being made about the, uh, <laughs> the Galactica beer. Full disc. <laughs> Full disclaimer, you're not going to like it. Um, we no, no, because we, we did have warm beers, so we had them in the fridge and uh, we were waiting to drink them. And I just got my Galactica beer and it's not my favorite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and sorry, you won't like it, Melia. I don't like IPAs to be No, but with. the other Clown Shoes beer was really nice. Clown Shoes, sorry, not me. The Baked shoes. Goods one was really moon nice. Shoes. Remember it was yeah, really that fruity was and nice. That was really But fruity. then I just like handed it to producer Tom because I was like, taste this. You need to understand my face. Hey, I'm going to finish it because I'm committed to Galactica. But you don't need so to have say one, we all. <laughs> Yeah, so say we all, but not me. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. So then Roslyn, after she talks with um, Sharon, she goes to Zarek, Elosha, and the team. She's like, I'm going to put Hilo out the airlock if Sharon doesn't cooperate, and that's what I've told her. Um, and Roslyn believes that um, Sharon's telling the truth because she's in love, or she and this thinks is she's in love. back to says. what I expect from Roslyn. Because one thing yeah. that I liked about Roslyn is, like, I felt like she has been someone who's been able to understand the Cylons yep. the best. Yep. And, like, when she was, like, throw out in the airlock, I'm like, that's not Roslyn. Yes. But when she comes back and she's like, 
whatever the case is, she believes she's in love and we can work with that. Yes. And we can get what we need. And I was like, this is Rosalind. Yes. Much better. Yes. Mm. Much better. Yeah. Um, Hilo goes to Sharon in the brig. Hilo says it's not the way he thought things would go down, which is like, honey, how did you, where did you think Mm -hmm. things would go? How did you think this would work out? But as we talked about, I guess he was stuck on Caprica through the first season, Mm -hmm. really doesn't understand uh, where things are at. But he also just like is a lovesick little puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maya, 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 Maya. Um, continues to just become a main character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like telling, he tells Roslyn and um, Zarek that, you know, Sharon's knowledge of Cobalt could just be a trap, mm-hmm. which is actually a fair point, but mm-hmm. I just don't think, again, like they've just filled any line that could have been said by anyone with him that yep. was distracting to me. Yeah. Um, Roslyn's <laughs> kind of like, well. It's very important. Yeah, you know, very important, very Mm. crucial. Um, Yeah, he continues to kind of like undermine Rosalind and Apollo Mm. and essentially Rosalind, Rosalind essentially is just like, you know what, too bad, so sad, we're going to go anyway. Mm. Um, You know, that's how faith works, Mm -hmm. right? You just like ignore questions that people have about it and say, no, that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, It's my understanding. Yeah. My family's atheist. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was never baptized, but all my family are like technically, like all my my grandparents are Catholic. Oh, whereas my family just like, nah. Yeah, from birth. Like, yeah. you go on the ground, you die. That's yeah. how it is. <laughs> Sorry. We, just for the record, do not have problems with anyone of any faith. No, we it was do, just more speaking to, just like, like personal my person, our personal experience of religion. Yeah. And we are quite secular in Australia for the most part. Yeah, so. that's true. I know that's quite different in other countries. Um, back on Galactica, Adama listens in on the Viper pilot drills, being executed by his new CAG. I don't know why they're wasting missiles on a test run, by the way. Mm. That was really weird to me. This whole thing was weird. This didn't I did need not to be buy it. It was did, like, was we... this added in as well? No, apparently not. And I'm really? like, why? Because like, to me, I would have bought that they just like, if they'd had the scene at the beginning where they were like, oh, we can't find anyone to replace Apollo and been like, that is stressful. We're going to have to work that out. Mm. And then just not had this other guy because we knew they would, like, reconcile with Apollo. Yeah. I don't think any of us were like, oh, my God, they're never going to get the fleet back together. Yeah. So I don't know why they I had to the invent this, like, I think the scene was ridiculous. Plot. I think that the chick yelling, was that Cat? Yeah, it's Cat. Totally valid. Yeah. Totally When Hot Dog's like, yeah, woo, how great was that? Cat's like, I nearly died, you fracking idiot. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, holla. She is completely right in this. Yeah. And they are just like, it's a ridiculous scene. It's a scene. solid fail. It's very unnecessary. And <laughs> she was so justified in her totally. yelling. Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, and now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now we have an added scene. Apollo and, and Sharon, that scene. Oh, I was thinking about the one. Yeah, Apollo and Sharon, which then turns into Apollo and Starbuck. Yeah, let's yeah, go. That let's is an this. added scene. Well, yeah. I think the later part. Mm. So, Apollo visits Sharon in the brig. She says she knows how he feels, which mm-hmm. is not a great thing to say. No. But I guess she's a robot. <laughs> um, he tells her that they're all the same. And Sharon's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, then Apollo's like, well, I'm going to beat you up. And then Starbuck is just like, no, you're not. Cause mm. she was there the whole time, I guess. Mm. Um, I thought we, now we get the scene that I thought we would get straight up, mm. which was that they would have some kind of reprimand and conflict for mm. what was not resolved when she left instead of the pash that we did get. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Apollo is like, Apollo reprimands Starbuck for completely disobeying orders when she My... went AWOL. 
She what calls I wrote him out as there, a hypocrite. Yeah. What I wrote there is, um, I'm sorry, Apollo. Did you not just defect with the president? How dare you? I That's know. literally my note. Right? It's so hypocritical, though. I was though. talking to him on the screen like... So hypocritical. What? Yeah. And he has, like, also... And I, I think this was so well delivered by Katie Sackhoff mm. when she's like, you have no idea what happened to me on Caprica. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is true. He hasn't even fucking asked. No. Like, at no point. And then after that, he's like, it must be really hard. It's like, dude, that's what you should have led with. Yeah. When she first came back, instead of being like... Like, macking on and then being weird about it. Yeah. You should have been like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then if nah. she was like, I don't want to talk about it, be like, cool. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he had no idea. She had a fucking traumatic few, ta- few yeah. like, you know, days, weeks. I think we assume it was weeks on Caprica. Yeah, or a very packed Or at least days, a yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is true. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. Then there's that scene, like, a couple of scenes later, which is when she's interrupted by Apollo, mm. which I think was added as well. Do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about the scenes in between and then go back to Let's go on that? Okay. Um, did you have any other thoughts on that argument scene? No. Except that Apollo is, like, totally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when, you, it's like, I don't know, maybe this isn't a right thing, but it's like when a guy, like, asks you out and you say no, and then he's like, you're a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Well, Where's like, your logic? Yeah, well, he wanted to, like, be angry at her. And then when she's like, you can't be angry, excuse me, you can't be angry at me for, like, what, like, you did. He's yeah. like, well, man. Yeah. Like, hmm. Anyway, Apollo is the worst. Um, yeah. We have another scene with a new best friend, Maya. Maya. Mm-hmm. I really can't get that, can I? It's Maya, isn't it? I think so. Um, it's because we spell it different. Yeah, it's like, well, in it's the show, M-E-I-E-R. it's like M-E-I-E-R. Yeah, yes. it's just confusing to me. Mm. Um, well, he tells Zarek that Rosalind is being reckless. They should overthrow her. Zarek's like, I believe in the power of myth. Good line. Which I find is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find that's true of Zarek's character. Yeah. He's going to go where he has the most options to have exploit. Power. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to go into back into a corner. Um, he also had the good line of the man with the guns makes the rules, which A, yeah. sexist. Could be a man or a woman. Yeah. He works so well for a Dharma and Thai on Galactica. Yeah. Yeah. 30% of the fleet is gone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, yep. this is not the case. I do like that he makes the distinction that, like, whether she's president or a prophet, she's still going to need someone to be, like, lead their kind of command mm. um, and that he wants to be that person. Mm. But then I didn't buy it all when Maya's like, well, that will probably be Apollo. Like, yeah, duh. Mm. I don't know why, like, Zarek was like, like, I immediately thought he was, like, fainting, like, mm. pretending when he was like, oh, like, yeah, you're right. Like, as if he wouldn't have thought of that. Mm. Apollo's already acting commander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, why would she not appoint Apollo and appoint Zarek? She doesn't like That's- Zarek, except for all the sexy tension. I mean. But, like, but I don't like buy... It's like the kid whose hair you pull because you have a crush on them. <laughs> yeah. So. They're doing it because they like you. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me for him to have that reaction. For mm. him not, sorry, for him not to have thought of that. For Maya to be like, but, but, blah, and him be like, you're right. I just Mm. thought, no, of course he would think about that. He's Mm. always, like, five steps ahead of everyone else. I Mm -hmm. didn't buy that at all. Mm. Um, Yeah, it was a bit heavy-handed as Mm -hmm. well. And then we had a really pointless scene on Galactica where another exercise with Birch goes badly and Tide's furious Mm. and Gator's exasperated and they're like, Adama, this is a bad idea. Yeah, I just kind of, like, they they just... (laughs) That was when you got a drink. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) These these were the scenes where I was like... I just don't even have it eat in my notes because I was like, it's so pointless. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, when you do the beat by beat, mm. you take on all of 
all of those all of those Thank annoying you. scenes you're selfless i'm a martyr mm. you know <laughs> um we go back to starbucks she's playing catch because she got her pyramid ball Aww. when she was on I know. hashtag team anders team anders yeah she's interrupted by apollo who's now friendly this mm-hmm. is so confusing mm-hmm. his direction in this episode is very confusing i think he's just always confused yeah well he's like she takes the he takes the ball of her and then she's like, can I have it back? And he's trying to be funny and it's really rude. And I hate it when like, this is like a typical guy thing where like they do something and then you like, it's like a funny jokey thing. And then you call them on it and then they're like, oh, don't take it so seriously. And you're like, well, don't disrespect my property slash person slash body slash mm-hmm. rights. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. it's just like, he's so condescending to her mm-hmm. in this scene. Yeah. Um, I bought it. Like I bought his acting, but when he's finally like, what's up with you? It's like, dude, again, this is what you should have led with. Like, mm-hmm. As, as you said, mm-hmm. like, even if you're pulling the hair of the girl because you like her, mm-hmm. don't pull her hair. Mm-hmm. She tells you not to. Stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. And, like, hey, that ball is really sentimental. And if you yeah. bothered to even ask why, you'd know all about the love But he loves her, Lisa. He loves her, apparently. No take backs. No take backs. Mm-hmm. That was all really weird, too. I don't. I guess it's supposed like, to show that they're both emotionally stunted. But to be honest, I thought Starbuck was actually quite well actualized and was kind yeah. of calling him on shit in her in the way that they kind of, you know, play I off each other. I just felt like surely they know that they love each other. Yeah, that's a ridiculous thing. Like you yeah. love your friends. Like it's exactly, ridiculous. exactly. And he said like, "You're my friend. I love you." And like, yes, I think we all know that that's romantic love yeah. but like it doesn't necessarily have had to be yeah hmm <laughs> drink mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well team anders mm-hmm. <laughs> um we have another scene with birch and his pilots um they're commanded to abort their mission they don't move quick enough they collide with the tanker basically this is a whole fuck up and Again, Adama there's knows not it. a single thing in my notes still not it. relevant <laughs> <laughs> still not relevant um, the team land on Cobol to suss it out. Mm-hmm. The team, like, um, when I say team, I mean Apollo, Zarek, Starbuck, mm-hmm. Elosha. And then a um, whole bunch of other people who we don't care about. Yeah, just, like, like uh, uniforms with bodies mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, in- like, it's very um, convenient positioning in this scene. Like, Apollo gives Zarek a gun because he's like, you don't know when you need to protect yourself, which I was yeah. like, yep, cool, we get it, we get it. And Maya's face was actually very interesting in that moment. Mm. He actually did some great acting there, uh, Richard. <laughs> and um, again, people don't seem to be that excited to be on a planet. Right? I was like, it must be so weird having, like, rain, mm-hmm. like having wet hair, but no one's like, oh, whoa, I'm, yeah. on, the, I'm on the ground no again. One. No one is excited. No one like even Like Starbuck makes a... I get, Hilo and Sharon yeah, I get, because yeah. they've just got off Africa. There are people who have just gotten off but, like, planet. Portland. Come on. Yeah. And she's so like, Ugh. you know, spiritual. Yeah. Um, it's really weird to see I everyone have, in a natural yeah. landscape together though, isn't it? Yeah. Makes me so, realize. in my notes at this point, I have, what exactly is wrong with Cobol? Everyone seems to be really keen to get onto <laughs> Earth. The Cobol seems perfectly livable and I'm confused as to why we need to go to Earth. Because Adama told them he had a plan. But Cobol's fine and you guys are like living in space. Like... But also Just, Rosalind believes that the only reason Cobol is there is to give her like the scriptures that will send her to Earth because Earth is like the promised land. But Cobol's fine. I know. I think it's kind of like a religion slash show logic versus like actual real world logic. Yeah. Which would be like if you only have like like the opening credits are like, you know, 40,000 approximate survivors mm-hmm. looking for a home. Yeah. And as you say, there is a home planet yeah. there. They like, could live there. Just there is everyone water. Everyone go there to Cobol trees. and then figure out Earth. 
I'm yeah, just at least confused. stay on COBOL in or the meantime. Stay on COBOL for a while. Yeah. Set up some shit there. Get some vegetables growing. Get some reproducing <laughs> happening. Like, come on, guys. It's a perfectly fine country. But they are being led by someone who believes they're a prophet destined to save humanity, and that will happen from them going to Earth. Maybe so, again, this I would comes say back it's some Old Testament logic. Family. Yeah. That I just don't understand. There, the there's definitely some like religious uh, logic going on here because, like, yeah, you know, they could just settle on COBOL. Um, but I mean, if I was to play devil's advocate, the thing that Do I it. would say is like, <laughs> if I could, um, they know that the Cylons know where COBOL is and have have been on the planet and have presence on the planet mm. so there's no safety assured there so no, they put everyone kill the silence co- on cobalt like no but there was like the entire huge base star fleet there like a couple of episodes ago so yeah, if they're tracking they the fleet well uh, it's like gone on their merry way but like mm. what's to stop them coming back if there were centurions there they could send we don't know but if they, they could send a message stuff about the scriptures so how is it just because they have the al- so like they, they haven't okay. known what they find in the second part of this two-parter yeah. they have not known that before no, no, that no. is not captured anywhere no but they did know about the arrow of apollo they did know where yes. it needed to be taken so yes. my question is why did not the silence not get the arrow of apollo because they had presence on caprica mm-hmm. and take it there and find fucking earth motherfucking earth and then they could go and they could even go plant the arrow back again and then just trick the humans well and maybe just they have destroy them maybe they okay, have it's fine anyway whatever i was just confused i was like this place seems perfectly fine no you are totally fair although to be fair everyone always seems to have the worst time on COBOL. it's always raining people always get shot <laughs> you know what though i mean there are a lot of places people live where it's always raining <laughs> I'm just true. saying. Deep thoughts on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> we live in a country where shit wants to kill you all the, all time. the time. And it doesn't rain enough. And I hate the rain. So. Well, but we can agree that Australia has a lot of shit that wants to kill you. And we yes. still live here. So. We still live here. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, yeah, you are right. It would make more sense to live in Cobol. But Joe Logic tells us that there's three more seasons. Well, you know, two parters. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. That's fine. I just wanted to raise the question it's fair it's fair logic mm-hmm. um anyway once they head to the tomb mm-hmm. um they're guided by alosha and sharon they come across some gravestones that are psych actually mines trigger a set of explosions mm-hmm. one kills alosha in a very spectacular fashion it Don't was you very think? spectacular and no one kind of like seemed to fall back yeah yeah it's every, like the explosion yeah. happened she wasn't that far from them right? i feel like, like people would be on the floor yeah yeah um yeah it's interesting like there's some no-name people who die no one cares about it mm. um they, they don't know the explosion though do they they get shot by centuries. yeah they get shot later yeah. yeah that's what i thought and when i saw that i was like what's going on yeah i don't know what the body count actually was because it wasn't i clarified. saw one guy most certainly be killed yeah 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 no no same mm. um and then um, Boomer or Sharon seems to kind of nick off during the action. She gets chased by Apollo. She fights him off and then she takes out a centurion with a gun instead. Like, this girl yeah. has to keep proving herself. Like, yeah. this is like a recurring motif mm-hmm. in this, this two-parter. Hey, it's just like um, women of colour now. Mm, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Her struggle um, is what, what, what It's, it's a metaphor. It's yeah. a much better metaphor than the nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so she shoots the centurion. Starbucks like, damn, girl's got good aim. I don't know why she's surprised because she's a clone of Boomer. And but Boomer it's also was like, crazy great. that Apollo, like, in the midst of all of that, just, like, is chasing after Sharon. Mm. Like, you just left Starbuck there by herself. Yeah. If there was some, I'd rather leave Starbuck to fend for herself than Apollo. 
Yeah, I mean, that's true, but, like, they were, like, in it together. Yeah, like, why are you chasing her? Like, what's she going to do, really? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think Um, we missed a scene on Galactica. No, it happens after that Oh, does it? Yeah. Um, On Galactica, Adama continues his weird, sad detour. Okay, so this whole monologue thing. So weird. Why is he painting miniature ships? Yeah, where did it come from? Yeah. Okay, firstly. Secondly... He's Edward James almost is amazing. He's so amazing. let's just not be mad. He's at doing him. the most. Like I really he's doing everything he can acting. with those horrible lines. Horrible lines. Dee's amazing. Dee's great. Her lines are not as bad as his lines. His lines are bad. They're so, so unsubtle. Bad. We get the Python analogy. Anger I was honestly unsure if he was talking rage. to anyone for a long time. I thought he was talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the point, though. But it's weird because of that. Because you're just like, so is weird. someone there? It's <laughs> Has he so cracked? weird. Like, Dee kills it. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, she calls him on his bullshit. I she's love basically it. like, you've let the family down. I love it. You know, it. you, even though you think you've been betrayed, you betrayed us um, when you could have done something you didn't. And I was like, Dee with the hard truth. She's so good. Love it. MVP of part one. Yeah. I'm great. Oh, no. I'm thankful for D. Be thankful for D. I'm thankful for D. I'm thankful for D calling again, women of color calling men on their bullshit. Yeah, quietly when quietly. no one sees it. And then he comes out and he's like, all of these Eloquently. things. She just quietly smiles because she knows that she influenced D that. and Gator, I swear to God. They D are the MVPs best. of the CIC. Always. Mm. Always. They're always there. Can I make a point on um on a camera shot here which is not usually my thing that i comment on yes you may when adama is walking in the hallway Mm -hmm. um it pans out and they see him like in the middle of the two things of the Mm -hmm. hallway and he looks so small yeah but i thought it was really effective (laughs) actually because he's such a a big character and you never see people by themselves on galactica unless they're in their quarters yeah because all those like corridors usually filled with people Mm. so i really noticed that it was empty yeah and he looks so small Mm. and i just think that edward james almost being like his big as he is and he's such yeah. an intimidating person i just thought it was really good that's very true um and then yeah d's face when when he's like we're putting the family together and d's got this little like she's so she's so great yeah. she just she never takes the credit she's, she's just always doing great uh, under overachiever underrecognized absolutely um yeah uh producer tom is telling us that a good dp uses the camera to tell a story not paint a picture oh okay. that's very eloquent beautiful that's yeah to your Great. point about the framing. Thank you, producer Tom. If I had a mic, I'd say it. <laughs> producer Tom, also a um, cinematographer, so has some input to that, but we're not giving him a mic. <laughs> well, that's why I said it. <laughs> he keeps hinting at it. He can write it, his notes down, and He's we like, will Stephen read them. He's like from my favorite want. murder got a mic, and we're like, you're. You gotta earn that mic. You gotta have three seasons down without a mic before you get one. <laughs> <laughs> or start a podcast when you're watching Twilight with your friend drinking and decide that's a good idea. <laughs> hey, but can I say, we totally executed on that idea. We have executed on that and idea. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that some people would be like, let's do this thing, and then like mm. nothing happens. And we're like, let's do this thing, and the next week we're yeah. recording a podcast. Let's do it. And we did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanna come back to Adama for a second. Mm-hmm. We do have one more scene on Cobalt, but mm-hmm. first I just wanna come back to the final Adama scene where he's like there's the nice Irish music, mm-hmm. you know. It's Scottish. The Gator, whatever. It's Scottish. Okay, cool. For sure. Um, <laughs> well, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, all I have to say about that. Like, oh. because um, Ronald Moore is, like, so into Scottish music. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Scottish. Yeah. So, <laughs> some music plays that is nice. Um, <laughs> Adama asks Gator for all the recon, recon, recon info on Kobol. Um, he tells the CICs, putting the fleet back together or our family yeah, back together. Yeah. And I just want to real, – I realise that, like, 
You're not a Fast and the Furious fan, are you? No. Well, I'm a massive Fast and the Furious fan. I've seen, fan. like, the first two oh. a very oh. long time ago. Oh, well, we should watch all of them. Um, okay. But I've seen all of them. Well, Adama is basically the Dominic Toretto Battlestar Galactica because he talks about family a lot. Okay. So does, that's Vin Diesel's Okay, character. cool. I was going to say, he's always please like, fill me in. We've got to do it for family. Yeah, like, yeah. Dominic Toretto's thing okay, is like, I think he's I... a hardened crim with a heart of gold because yeah. really he does everything for the family. Yeah. And like this scene was like literally like a sci-fi version of the final scene of a Fast and the Furious film. Okay, it's cool. It's like everyone banding together. The leaders like, we've got to help the fam and everyone's like, yay! Yeah. Maybe we should have Strong a vote on whether or not we should uh, do some <laughs> do Fast and the Furious <laughs> episodes. Oh, Tom, producer Tom is keen. I'll get a mic for that one. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have one more scene on Cobol. <laughs> <See that. laughs> um, so harsh, Chai. You know, Way the- harsh, Chai. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have one more scene on Cobol. Rosalind's sad about Alosha. She remembers the costume blood that we heavy-handedly mm-hmm. had told to us earlier. And Adama's like... Um, no, yeah, young Adama, Lee Adama, is yeah. like, yep, that's sad, but we got to go. So put but one also, out for Alosha. <laughs> that's the end. No, but her. also, I'm sorry, Alosha got some attention. Yeah. What about yeah. these other guys? Put one out for the nameless meeting Who just uniforms. got killed <laughs> yeah. and no one cares. Yeah. And they're all crying. They're all crowding around Alosha and you're like, I Their bodies Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just unimportant people yeah. who died. So that's part one. I think this is going to be a three beer episode. I'm just calling it now. You, if you can make it through more of those Galacticas, you can have as many beers I feel as like you I want. need to do a, a public service. And, <laughs> um, all right. You ready for part two? Whew, all right. Let's this have, a, is, have, hey, a, have need, a cheers for part two. I feel like we need two. cheers. I feel like we need a sponsor so that when we do double episodes, we can just like have that break there so we can like have a quick, like, you know, catch my breath kind of thing. Today's episode is sponsored by... Yeah. What's the one I always get? Zip recruiters. There we go. Let's not give anybody free advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can just cut it when I was talking about the beer. I don't know. Anyway. Today sponsored by, I don't know, Thanksgiving. (laughs) I was just about to go to part two. Okay, let's go to part two. (laughs) Okay, part two. Part two. We pick back up on Cobol where it's raining again. By the way. Cobol never fun. Yeah. Also, um, that paper, that's really good paper because it's like on the floor in the Parchment. rain and she just picks it up yeah. and like brushes it off. And I was like, where did you Lots get Lots of very paper? dramatic reading. So It was like an intense reading much. monologue. It's also, like Adama's reading the scriptures. Yeah. Rosalind's reading the scriptures. Yeah. Rosalind looks dramatic and tired. She's she also in a really smart extra. suit. And her hair looks really different. I know it got wet, but it looks really different. She just she's has a whole different like, vibe. She's in like a pantsuit. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, she's you got, are walking dressing. through the fucking forest. Why are you in a pantsuit? I am so confused. Mm. Um, and I also think it's interesting that like, they were like, we can't do this without Sharon because she's our guide. And they're like actually working out exactly where they are without her. Who? Like the guys on Galactica are like, oh, they're probably here. Sorry, I thought you meant the people on Cobalt. No, the people on Cobalt. So, yeah. yeah, So the stuff with Galactica, they're looking... So just to jump back for a sec, Mm. Tyrell Tyrell and Gator are helping Ty and Adama look through the map. Mm. I'm confused as to why the Galactica don't just jump to the fleet that are near Cobalt Mm. and then ask someone. Because assuming there's people left in the fleet that didn't go down to Cobalt that knew that they went to Cobalt. Oh, that makes sense, though, because they defected. So I don't think that they're going to get a very warm welcome. I think Adama's point, because, like, remember when they were like, oh, I'm going to go down there in a um, raptor. And and his point was, like, they're not going to listen to anyone but me. 
No, no, I think you misunderstand. Okay. What I mean is I don't understand why Galactica mm. don't just jump to the fleet No, because I'm saying if they go left. to the fleet and the fleet will be like, fuck off, frack off, you, we left you. We're not going to help you find them. What are you going to do? You're going to kill them? Like, these are people who just declared martial law and, like, took Roslyn out of power. But they Why would they have, tell them where they are? But they wouldn't have defected. Like, they didn't defect until all that stuff had happened and then Roslyn was like, we're leaving. I guess. I don't know. I do you know what I'm saying, though? I get what you're saying now, but, yeah. like, I just think it was weird logic that they wouldn't, like... Given that, like, multiple people were kind of like, you know, it's going to be really hard to land, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, this also felt manufactured to me, given that mm. we saw them, like, land fine. Mm. You know, I guess it's like jumping right near the atmosphere is mm. tricky. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know why they didn't even just have, like, someone impartial, like, racetrack could have gone. Mm. Or, you know, Tyrrell didn't have to be a Dharma. Yeah, Tyrrell would have been a good sympathetic figure to go. Mm. Mm. I just find it weird that they would send down... Um, like logically it doesn't seem smart to me to have the head of the military and the president in the same dangerous place. Yeah, I like, think... I don't know. I know he's like, no one else will listen to me. Show but, like, logic. They have, yeah, show logic. They, mm. I, I don't know why they didn't send Tyrrell to like the fleet or even back down to Cobalt if any knows it. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. They plan to jump to the area. Then they decide to... T- Adam decides mm. to go in the rafter with Tyrrell, not with Ty. Mm-hmm. Um... Zarek offers on on Cobol, sorry. Zarek offers to have the Astral Queen come and pick them up, but Apollo shuts them down. I mean, I agree with Zarek. It's like rainy and miserable. Like he's just like, I'd like to like, you know. I know I want to go and fill out this prophecy, but it's rainy. but it's really unpleasant. Yeah. Um, Maya asks how long until he can kill Apollo, but Zarek's like, nah, just wait, keep your eyes on him. I really don't understand Zarek's like. I feel like the show was supposed to... I don't think that Zarek to... would want to kill Apollo. No, and I think the show was trying to kind of say that. But then I was like, why even have... Uh, it was weird. Like, mm. I feel like he's a strong enough person that he would be like, to Maya, like, no, don't do it. Like, but there's I feel no like the point. Show Apollo's actually been pretty decent look... to Zarek. They have yeah. a decent relationship. They're like, civil, yeah. It's actually up to... It's Apollo's doing that Zarek is even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, well, the rain passes eventually... Mm. The group on Cobol says some rocks for their next destination. Yep. Sharon's like, yep, judging on these rocks, I think that Athena's tomb is right up there. It's like Hera or something was... Now, you were a person who's into mythology. She was talking mm. about Hera. Mm. Hera's... Yeah, so Hera, Hera is um, the wife of Zeus um, and the mother of Apollo, I believe. Mm. Or maybe Apollo is the brother of Zeus. Anyway, Hera's definitely Zeus's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... Um, she figures in as like, yeah, some kind of like there was like a um object or um mm. like what was the it was like in reference to uh, getting Athena to the yeah, Athena's tomb. from there, yeah. Yeah. Um but it's interesting because like Hera isn't really like we have a lot about Athena and a mm. lot about Apollo and mm. Athena is the goddess of wisdom and Apollo is the god of war, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. Those are the two mm-hmm. gods they've really you know talked mm. a lot about um the other interesting thing is like to jump ahead a little bit but like all the stuff we know we've already had a lot of stuff about the zodiac um signs you mm. know all the planet names and the colonies and whatnot yeah but i'd never really pieced that together in my mind before mm. okay yeah well it's interesting because like the ancient greeks and greek mythology mm. um broadly in- influenced and, and mm. created the zodiac mm. so that's where a lot of the zodiac names come from mm. um but yeah, it is interesting. I knew that. Yeah, yeah um, that they've kind of got the gods. Like it's almost yeah. like their version of, like they've got like the you know um, the Catholic kind of modern you know single deity um, mm. religion. Mm. But then they've got all of the like Greek mythology. I know we've talked about this in passing mm. before, but they have a lot of like naming conventions and um, 
structures and yeah. like you know old kind of testamenty stuff but it's actually from greek mythology it's weird to, <laughs> sorry yeah. you're right um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey this season um no i thought that was really interesting i thought what was really interesting is when i think this later on when they're having a conversation or maybe it is about here where they're like oh you know a lot about this thing is you don't believe in it and then she was like, oh, but we don't not believe in it. We just see it as differently. And so mm. what you think is a God, we think is a prophet, mm. which is actually a lot of like uh, Judaism to Christianity mm-hmm. to Islam mm-hmm. is like they all have the same books, mm-hmm. but then different books. But then like, you know, Judaism obviously doesn't believe in um, Jesus being like the son of God. And then Islam thinks that Jesus is a prophet. Mm. And it's like, it is actually, they have a lot of the same basis of everything, but they just mm. see people differently. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And so it, it to so me, when I heard like that. kind of like a Cylon human thing. Yeah. Where it was like, you know, the Cylons are this monotheistic religion, but then the um, humans, like this, they believe in the gods and the Cylons aren't negating that the gods existed. Yeah. They're just saying they weren't gods, they were prophets. Yeah. Which like, it's all the same. Yeah. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Exactly. I mean, to me, my outsider perspective, it's like when I look at Abrahamic religions, I'm like, essentially, you guys are all just, you know. Mm. I mean, you're all, it's just, (laughs) we're going to lose so many listeners. (laughs) Honest about religion. I've studied religion a lot. And like, to me, it's like. It's more, you're more coming from an academic perspective. I'm coming from an academic perspective. And you know, you have your faiths. And I think that they're all, they've all, like, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I personally think like. Uh, you know, a, a spirit, a belief in spirituality or a religious um, belief is not in any way um, something to be sneezed at. And no, I think anything that gives I you hope and sneeze, belief, but it wasn't a religion. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was yeah. pointing to. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. You. Um, um, yeah. you know, it's like whatever gives you purpose and meaning mm. and and helps you uh, anchor your values in reality mm. is a great thing. Mm. Um, and but likewise, I think we're just yeah. looking at it from the perspective of... A very academic of, perspective, which is yeah, why I give my background. In the context of the show. Because just like a lot of people who've grown up religious who don't know any other way, like I grew up without it and so I don't know any other way. And so for me, it's like, I feel it's important always to say the perspective you're coming from just like last yep. week when we talk about the farm, like we were yep. saying what our um, situations were in terms of wanting to have kids. I think it's also important to say what our positions are on religion. And so I have, but I, I'm, gonna stress i don't have any problem with it no just that um to me from an academic perspective when you look at it like that it's just expressions of the same god which would make sense yeah yeah absolutely well Um, the next uh the next scene is like between um it kind of touches on some of these things mm. again because it's the only scene we have uh or one of the only scenes sorry with bolter um when he chats with um Head six. Naked on, on a, a fucking <laughs> chair. Down for it. Boom. She is so hot. Also, this was a callback to the film Scandal, the 1989 mm-hmm. film Scandal. That's what it was a, a homage. Oh, have you seen that film? I, I have seen it. not, oh, but I wow. read it when I was um, looking for the name of someone, and uh-huh. I think it's really cool. I also just want to say, talking about her being very sexy and naked on a chair, um, is that she also looks pretty amazing in a tracksuit. Yeah. Like, really amazing in a tracksuit. That's what happens when you're a Victoria's Secret model. I know. You look amazing like, in tracksuits. You look she's amazing She's dressing up really sexy, but I really loved her in a tracksuit. I, I know. Like, I loved it too. It was so refreshing. Yeah. I was like, I, I love this look. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Ah, Trisha um, Helfer. Mm. Trisha Helfer, doing the most. I'm grateful for... I'm thankful for Trisha Helfer in like, a tracksuit. just saying <laughs> that that might have been my MVP, but now that we're doing thankful, I'm thankful for <laughs> Trisha Helfer naked and I'm thankful for Trisha Helfer brightening up the place a bit <laughs> on a tracksuit. I'm grateful yep. for both. 
grateful for all of the Trishas. Absolutely. Um, side note, again, I just have to bring it up, but how is Bolter still getting these cigars? He seems to be churning through them. He had Absolutely. another cigar. I'm like, Starbuck isn't there hey, anymore. Walnuts, how are you getting these? Cigars, yeah. everything. I mean, these rations have just gone to... Pff, anyway. Um, Six is telling him that their child is going to be born here in this room. He's kind of like, seems impossible to have a baby with a fancy woman he sees in his head. Yes, that's Which was a great point. line mm. and a fair point. And she points out, I never said I'd have the kid. <laughs> he makes some fun guesses. I thought, I feel like James Callis was just really happy to be in a scene. <laughs> I feel like he'd been like waiting to be back in a couple of scenes. And then when he got like... Uh, this longer scene he just was like i'm gonna have some fun because he really (laughs) i feel like both him and trisha like seems like they're really having a lot of fun in this Mm. scene um and i also he gets like the great line that's like sorry six gets the great line to like suddenly she's clothed Mm. in the trackies and she's like wake up and smell the psychosis already which i love an amazing line that i also loved yes that should be our episode title wake up and smell the psychosis thank you (laughs) note that producer tom thank you (laughs) Um, but yeah, I loved that line mm-hmm. and she just delivers that line so joyfully. It's like, she's been waiting two series, two seasons to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also just like, there's no chip in your brain. You're not getting secret messages. You're actually just crazy. Mm. And he's like, no, it's not true. And then we have, we have this a lot with them. Those two characters where one of them has one belief, the other has another and they flip a lot, but they're mm. always arguing about it. But I still don't care because I weirdly missed their bickering hmm. after not having it for like two episodes. Hmm. Um, he tells, yeah. she tells him it's, she tells him uh, she's his subconscious fracking with his mind mm-hmm. because of the guilt that he has from being involved in the Cylon um, invasion, which makes sense. Mm. Um, but he refuses to listen and he calls her Sarah, which I have never noticed before. What? He calls her Sarah. I'm sure he does. I like watched it twice. And so with this subtitles? is what I Yeah, with subtitles. So I didn't have subtitles on this episode. Yeah, no, I, I watch it with subtitles. So that was what something that I wanted to get fan input on. If anyone wants to comment on this, I may have been going crazy, but I'm sure <laughs> Wake up and smell the psychosis. Wake like up that. and smell the psychosis. Um, because then she's like, get a brain scan to settle it, I dare you. And I was just like, I'm sure he's never called her a name before. Wait, was she Sarah on Caprica? I don't know. I'd have to go back and check the miniseries notes. I don't know if he actually ever calls her a name. We'll do that. We'll do that later. I can see you going to <laughs> I know do you it now. see me looking <laughs> at my computer being like, I'm going to check now. I'm so yeah, I want to come back to that because it's just so weird. Mm. And if it, yeah, I, I'm sure I heard it right. I could have heard it wrong, but it's mm. very weird. Anyway, um, so that was a weird note. Then we have Adama bringing the gang back together. He gets Billy and Tyrrell to take come yeah. with him now i'm sorry do they not seem like great choices because they didn't to me but also <laughs> did Rosalind really say that billy would be president one day were we privy to this conversation no we weren't no we weren't so do we think that adama is lying right now okay so my note is i'm about 90 percent sure adama made that up to encourage billy I'm sure it must be true because I don't think... You're sure it must be true? No, no, no. I'm sure it's fake. No, I'm sure that it's true that it's a lie. Oh, yeah. 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 So (laughs) I was like, 
Did we see that happen? I don't. I feel like I'd remember no. that because I'd be like, because we would have mocked it. We would have mocked it. We would have mocked the shit out of it. Um, so that's a ridiculous thing. But then I also like that he's like, she said you were like a young. Um, oh, what's the president answer? Ada? Yeah, and he was he like, was but he moron. was a moron, and I was like, I, love <laughs> I loved that. that. I yeah, loved that. That too. was great, but I was like, oh come on. Yeah, I was like a hundred percent. Well, ninety. I said ninety percent that that's fake. I'm like, pretty just... sure it's fake. And so fan like input. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, fan input. Do you think that was fake? Because we sure do. But mm. we could be wrong. We've we, been wrong many times before. It, it's all. It's, we've been wrong before, and, and we'll, we'll be, be wrong, wrong again. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Cobalt, raining again. I know you love all the rain updates, but I felt for so some reason I had to put these rain, in. Yeah. So much rain. Everyone's sad except Hilo and Sharon, who are like on a date, just you know, on a planet. Also, I'm sorry. A bad time, Hilo. I love you, but let's hope the baby gets Sharon's brains and her looks. Yeah, yeah. Like in the nicest way. Cynical Apollo, who I mo- uh, made a note, is like all of us when we see couples that are like real cutesy and in love. He's like, that gives me the creeps. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> we feel you. Yeah. Um, he's like, he knows she's a machine, but mm-hmm. Starbucks like, whatever. He loves her. Post Caprica, the farm Starbuck has like no time for nonsense. Have you Absolutely. noticed that? She's very yeah. just like, I got to get back to Anders. Mm-hmm. I got to return the mic, get my dog tag. We I got to rescue my man. want that. Yeah. If we had. I mean, I would exactly. Mm. And can I just say again, unless we've seen this like off screen, Apollo is still not asked Starbuck. No, what happened? Like when she goes and tells Rosalind that there's like survivors, like and she's like, that's the first of her saying that. And Rosalind is so dismissive, and I hate that. Yeah, but then she talks to Adama about it, which makes me think, yeah, yeah, like she just did. But it made me annoyed that she was dismissive to Starbuck because Starbuck's kind of gone out on this crazy limb for Uh, you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, Anyway. Sharon, <laughs> um, Hilo seems to miss being on Caprica. Mm. Sharon is like all of us and is like, no thanks. Yeah. This is better. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not like being chased by all these silos that want to kill us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sharon has low... Sharon has low standards considering she says she's having a good time, but she's like being kept under the threat of like death or mm. Hilo being thrown out the airlock. She feels like she's with her But family. she feels like she's being back in the fleet. And then Hilo's like, mate, you were never in the fleet. That was other Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, there's like this kind of weird, again. And, it's like uh, when you have weird memories from childhood that you think are you and then you find out it was your sibling and you've just heard yeah, the story so many totally. times. You're just like, oh, I thought that was me. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do find it interesting to continue like this stuff that Sharon either says the stuff, the different things that she says to different people mm. in this two-parter. So she talks about like, you know, she remembers all these things. And I find that interesting from the Cylon like mainframe perspective or whatever, that she has the shared background, the understanding, like that kind of but programming. But she doesn't know about how Sharon on Galactica no. died. No. And that's interesting because you could, you could say, okay. So it's like they program them all with the same level of backstory. Yeah. So they've got mini copies, mm. but then they then go out and have lives that aren't interconnected. Mm. What were you going to say? Sorry? No, I was going to say, oh, no, only just that um, she obviously didn't remember how she died on Galactica. So you could make the thing like, oh, but when um, Boomer was killed on Galactica, her stuff got uploaded. But that's yeah. not obviously not yeah. what happened. No. And so maybe it is a matter of um, oh, it's so hard. Like maybe since the war. Yeah. The communication is gone. Yeah. There's been some, like maybe something that we didn't realize was um, – like when they blew up the uh, mainframe, yeah, like, uh, you know that base yeah, ship, yeah, base yeah. star. Like maybe copies. that had more of an effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. But, yeah, no, I, I still, I still make the um, Jacob argument. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Zarek and Maya continue to have a sinister conversation mm-hmm. about Rosalind and Apollo. Mm-hmm. Zarek is still hesitant because he's like, he has another good line where he's like, it's easier to get, it's harder to get blood off your hands than on, mm. which I think is apt. Mm. But Maya's just like, whatever, the Cylon will do it, which again, like, where has he come up with this idea? Mm-hmm. Like, why is he such a cardboard villain? Like, mm. I know that he was Richard in Sex and the City, but it feels, he's so badly drawn and obvious. It's not his He fault. just feels very. <laughs> She wants to do the narrative. It's fine. I don't buy any of his character. Um, but Char- Sharon, Sharon, Sharon continues to win my heart because mm-hmm. she corrects Hilo's grammar, mm-hmm. which is great. And then she's like, "I'm smarter than you." Yeah, we. Yeah, she confirms what we already knew. Yeah. Um, she also tells Hilo that she knows as a girl, mm. which I think is interesting. Mm. We don't know if she's right, but mm. I don't know. Do you believe her? I believe that she knows. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Starbuck tells Rosalind that we, what we talked about mm. before, she believes that the Cylons, she, okay, so this I wasn't sure about. So Starbuck tells Rosalind she believes the Cylons are doing some cleanup work on Caprica and mm-hmm. it's unclear what their end goal is, but they haven't, um, they haven't achieved it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is just reminding us from a plot perspective that that is happening and we'll probably work that out at some point. Mm-hmm. And then she tells Rosalind about the resistance movement and tells Rosalind that their next move should be to, you know, lead a rescue mission. Again, mm-hmm. to your point, they could just chill on Cobol for a few mm-hmm. months, do that, get everyone together, and then work out the Earth thing. Mm-hmm. But Rosalind points out her timing is really terrible, and let's just wait till also, the I current mean, Rosalind's mission. Also, I mean, Rosalind's dying, so she ain't yeah. got time for that. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I thought that that was like needlessly, like all she needed to say was like, you're absolutely right. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll work that out. Mm-hmm. Not to be like, we can't even think about that now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just a lot more matter of, she's a lot more logical than mm. she always is in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Galactica, Bolter goes to have a brain scan. He tries to ignore head six. Oh my God. Coddle and Bolter though. <laughs> so good. So much fun. So fun. Will you stop going crazy in there? Yeah. Best line. So good. Yeah. Coddle gets all the best lines. We're thankful, I'm thankful for Coddle. We're thankful, <laughs> We're thankful for Coddle. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Yeah. That was fun. Um, Maya tries to get Sharon to turn on the others. He encourages her to remember the shooting, which she says she doesn't remember as your to your mm. point, she's like, I don't remember how. Because he's like, don't do you know what happened to the other boomer? And he's like, I don't actually know. I guess like it makes sense that Maya would have found out this from Zarek or whatever. Mm. But I don't know how he knows specifically that she was murdered by another one of the crew and that that person only got 30 days and that everyone let it happen. Because I feel like that happened. Oh, no, it did happen before they defected. It did. But like he, he was on know. the Astral Queen. And I can't imagine that under Unless like Apollo military law. Him. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It's just. Or at convenient. least that Apollo told Zarek and Zarek told him. Yeah. We can agree that that might happen. <laughs> yeah. He, um, yeah, he tells her that they won't let her child be born and she better look out for herself. Mm. And then we think that they've been ambushed. They gear up and then they come face to face with Mother Frack and Adama. It's so good. So good. Yeah. The Adama's reunion is so intense. Yeah. The Billy reunion scene, Billy and Rosalind scene is uh, fine. But let's be honest. Adama, Adama and Starbuck. So we're thankful good. for that. That, I'm so beautiful. thankful. It was beautiful. Katie Sackhoff has got so much better. She has. She has really improved. The reunion was amazing. But what annoys me is that, again, Sharon has a worse timing. Because I feel like the first yeah. thing was like a reunion and she just like, comes around and the dramatic music yeah. plays and you're like, why? Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. You know what's going on right now. <laughs> just give us a She's minute. She's like, just wait, give us but a look minute. at me. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, yeah. Yeah, mm. very true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was annoying. Um, and then again, yeah. with the 
horrible flashbacks. Horrible flashbacks and unnecessary. And so many of them. And like, so it's not many. even just her shooting him. They it's like him crying over her grave. I know. Now, it's like, like everything that could possibly have happened between the shooting and yeah. there. But my like, notes as well on this point. Okay, firstly, she's going through a lot of trauma for a pregnant lady. Totally. Like, that totally. baby is going to be resilient. Yeah. The second thing is that it makes no sense to me that Adama was crying at her grave <laughs> and then... And so remorseful about her death. Yeah. And then now he's trying to kill her. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't make any sense to me yeah. in the way that he's dealing with Apparently, that. Um, Edward James almost had the um, idea that, like, he thought that Adama would immediately try and kill any copy of Boomer that he would see because of his, like, PTSD or whatever. But, like, nah. I don't... In this... Look, mm. just like letting him direct that episode before, maybe you don't always have to... You know, Edward James almost, we love you. Yeah, we love you. You're doing the most. You're trying. But maybe just don't don't always. We're getting scary looks from producer Tom. Sorry, guys. So um, something was going on with the mic. So we just fixed cut it. And fixed it. <laughs> cut and fixed so it. So if there's a really weird, awkward pause there, that's you why. You know why. <laughs> As um, Adama says, and you ask why. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we were she talking says, about, and you ask why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, we were. He tells her he wants her to die as he throws her to the ground. He, meaning Adama, she being Sharon. And as Adama pulls away, she says, "And you ask why?" Which again suggests she does remember the shooting, or it can at least tap into the fact that Adama asked that other boomer why. Mm. Because remember when he had his little breakdown, he was mm. like, "Why?" Like, yeah, but how would how would she know that if she was dead? She was dead. It's so confusing. Mm. But there are many copies. Many Secret copies. boomer. Mm. Um, I can't tell if the show is just playing fast and loose with like Cylon, like with how with how the Cylons work, or that was just a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, on we'll yeah, find out. we will find out. I'm yeah. There's a lot of interesting little mm. nuggets of Cylon knowledge in this episode, mm. so I'm excited to see what happens with those. Mm. Um, we had another scene on Galactica with Coddle, who basically tells Bol- Bolter there's a whole lot of nothing with his brain issue. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah. Let's talk about brain science as it stands and brain scans as they stand in our world. And mm. like my justification for all of this is that they have. Um, is that they have some kind of technology that we don't. Mm-hmm. But as brain scans stand now, and like he was like in an MRI machine, it looked yeah. like, um, there is like, you can kind of diagnose, like there's only some things you can identify through a brain scan. So brain cancer, damage to the brain tissue or vessels or a skull fracture, bleeding or blood clots in a stroke or Alzheimer's disease. Um, some disorders like psychosis, there is uh, an enlargement of the ventricular like part of the brain, mm-hmm. um, but it's not sufficient evidence to actually diagnose someone with psychosis. Mm-hmm. So as it stands in our world right now, mm-hmm. the brain scan means absolutely fracking nothing. You can't tell if he has psychosis. Like it's, it's really down to like a, a psychological assessment. Right. So. Um, look, my I whistled past it with the advanced technology thing, yeah. but like in theory, like he could have like he could still yeah it's absolutely not it's not it's not like you can have that scan and be like oh you're fine like this is not a thing. I feel like the show wanted that plot to wrap up mm. to in order to um, have the you know how I talked about them wanting to like have that mm. that moment of him being questioned on it and being yeah. proved wrong. Yeah, but I feel like. Uh, there wasn't a lot there. Like it no. really did feel like two added scenes. Yeah, absolutely. And I just even though we love Cole wanted to and Bolter. I, look, the scenes between them were great. 
I don't buy the science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to yeah. throw that in for anybody yeah. who thought you could diagnose psychosis with a brain scan. <laughs> Too bad. Feel free to correct me. This is just the knowledge that I have. But like in my like from what I understand, that's how it is. Mm. Yeah. So could still be a thing, except the show seems to be telling us from a science perspective, it's not. But we'll see. Mm. Mm. Um, back on on Cobol, Adama has like quite a nice, I think, reunion with Roslyn. It's nice. He, yeah, I like that he's kind of like, I forgive you, and she like didn't ask for your forgiveness. Yeah. But like they have, I love it. they kind of, I think they move beyond the formality of respect mm-hmm. in the scene. Mm-hmm. Like they call each other by their first names, which they've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you feel that they're actually going to start leading together mm-hmm. rather than in an obligatory kind of setting. Which is lovely. Which is good. And it feels mm-hmm. like a payoff for yeah. like the last few episodes. Yeah. I was tired of that conflict. <laughs> well, yeah. We're thankful that it's ended. We're thankful. Um, Sharon talks to Hilo about what happened to the other Sharon. Side note, I know there's a lot of side notes. I promise I'm not trying to be really nitpicky. These are just, these are my confessions. These are the things I noticed. Why would Hilo not have heard this info from someone else when he was just like walking around on the Astral Queen, able Mm. to socialize with people? Mm. You'd think he would have asked, given Mm. that people were like, there was another boomer, blah, blah, they shot the chief. Like, uh, sorry, the old guy, you think he might have been like, what happened? Mm. But anyway, he, he didn't do that. No, but um, I... He doesn't oh, know anything. Because he Sharon's knew that the like, old guy got shot because they said that in front of the old man. No, sorry. no, what I mean is, like, because he, he knows that, yet. why wouldn't he have asked, like, yeah, knowing that true. the other boomer shot Maybe people aren't him. really socialising with yeah. him because he's a sympathiser. Well, he's super shocked about it all. Yeah. Because Sharon tells him. I just think he's always quite shocked about <laughs> yeah. everything. Um, um, when she says, do you love me, it is so creepy. Yeah. Well, it's like season one, Sharon, mm. when she was, like, putting the moves on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then it's kind of creepy because when Tyrrell shows up and asks who he know if she knows who he is, she like gives Tyrrell this like nice hug and like it's, kiss on the cheek yeah. and like she if she knows all the stuff about getting her wings and like flight school and blah blah, then she obviously knows about the relationship that the other boomer had mm. with Tyrrell. So Tyrrell is like kind of freaked out by it. I think uh, that was my read on it. She died in his arms. Yep, which is fair. It's justified. But then like. Hilo was kind of like jealous mm. and it's all super yeah um, I found that interesting but if we go back to her the mm. movie mm. be like mm. maybe the advance means they can love many people yeah polyamorous mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, so what I learned about robots <laughs> yeah polyamorous um, Maya and Zarek continue to consider their options Maya's like really out for blood now he's mm-hmm. like let's just murder everyone on Cobol so we can lead the fleet ourselves and Zarek's like nah I think that's a bad idea his logic's Back pretty off. crazy his yeah. Ar- yeah his logic's pretty broken mm. um, Rosalind tells Adama about the survivors on Caprica mm-hmm. and she feels guilty about it which mm. I feel kind of justifies why she brushed Starbuck off because mm. maybe she was like I can't think about this right now I still don't think that she dealt with it the right way and no. it wasn't true to her character but um, I liked that she had that moment where she was like she kind of admitted her guilt and he mm. pointed out that like by forcing them to jump away and not fight which he disagreed with at the time um, that saved Adama and Apollo mm. so you know he kind of is, I think he's quite humble about it mm. in that scene. He's like, you know, well, your your decision saved my life and my son's life and stuff, which was mm. nice. That I hope for nice. more scenes like this. Yeah. Even though Adama re- remains a religious skeptic, which I like. I'm glad. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> someone needs to be. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Hilo continues to like find, be confused by things. He finds it difficult to believe. Same. Callie only got Classic the 30 days Hilo. in the brig. Sharon's like, they don't see silence as people, which is true. And also... <laughs> and like, has been made clear. <laughs> yeah, but also like, I mean, outside of that, in the real world, that has also been seen to be true a mm. lot. Like, yeah. um, I'm sorry, they were considered like flora for a time in our yeah. country. Yeah. For a long time. Like, not real people. Well, like... Like, not Cylons. No, I but, mean, like, like, the dehumanization element. Aber- like, you know, Like, that's people. how we... Like, we've we, done yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and that's, like, that is how we, you know, uh, ostracize and, mm. and justify nasty things mm. that we do to people. Yeah, and definitely, like, in a Western civilizational context, like, indigenous peoples or, like, um, you know, uh, like, African slaves and stuff. Mm. Like, yeah, for sure. So I think it's good that they do that in the series as well. And Yeah. I mean, all of this is, like... I mean, we've talked about it before. Is like, if you look at and the we'll talk about of, it again, uh, like, <laughs> so much. So you just—it's a gift that doesn't stop giving. Um, but like, is this idea of like dehumanizing the enemy, which yeah. I think we just—we've just done it so many times, and like we even do it now to a degree. I mean, it's not as severe as it was in the past in some ways of us actually classifying people of color as like not human. But, like, we still do it in a way of, like, making blanket statements about We still races. do it. Exa- well, yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily about race as mm. much as it's about a justification to, to yeah well now. we're doing it in our country we're doing it right now mm. to the asylum seekers Absolutely. like we're dehumanizing yeah. these people because it like helps us justify the way that we are treating mm. those people mm. um anyway sidebar i feel strongly mm. about that issue mm-hmm. um it's the second week in a row we've covered <laughs> i know well you know no, it's, it's totally fucking fair. terrible it's 100 percent fair um mm. other bad things that happen <laughs> bad things happening on kobol um, there's like this evil plan in the works with Maya and um, Sharon um, because she kind of goes to um, like she goes to Maya and they seem to plot this plan together. And she's like, I have, haven't stopped thinking about it all day. Yeah, which you know, um, conveniently once everyone arrives at the tomb, um, Sharon triggers this like mutiny by holding a gun to Adama Senior's head and then Maya to Adama Junior's head and then, shock, she she goes to shoot Maya instead. I don't understand why she pointed the gun at Adama first. I think it was to trigger Maya to be like, cool, we're doing this now. And who? Like, I assume he yeah, was yeah. like, you lead, I'll follow. Yeah. To follow I, bluff. To me, that's what I understood as well. Is like, she wanted to get Maya to point his gun wherever. Who was the other guy who just randomly yeah, got shot? who then got shot. I know. He was... He this was, was another person another, where I was like, no one cares. No one cares. And, and like, like, who like, was he? Was he even on the bad side? We don't know. know. We don't know anything about He's that guy. Like, hey, we never saw shot. him before. And then he was just dead. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I assume... I wrote, I assume he is another Zarek crony. I mean, that's the but, only thing. And then I wrote, Maya, we barely knew you. <laughs> yeah. Pour one out. <laughs> At least you can watch him in Sex in the City. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That was like... I mean, I guess it was a big twist. I've seen it before. So, like, I knew it was going to happen did you feel like it like a lot of the reviews that i read of this episode people like loved it but i don't know if that's just because at the time it was like maybe less expected than i now. don't think that i thought the boomer was gonna shoot a dharma again yeah I'm, I'm trying to take myself back so i think that was my second martini the first time i watched <laughs> it i mean two exams in one day girls oh, got a drink yeah that's right um yeah i don't think i was that surprised 
Like, I thought mm. it was good, but I didn't understand why she pointed at Adama first. Yeah, yeah, you were more like, wait, why is she doing this in the first place? Yeah, because I just yeah. didn't believe that she would shoot him. Well, she did it because she needed to prove a point. I did that like her saying to Sharon. him and being like, yeah. oh, man. Great Something like doing this. good work. She is. Something like this happened in Buffy as well, but I, I mean, I'm not going to talk nope, about that. No, no more Buffy. I, I but, don't have enough more beer to drink. So, <laughs> no. No, but I did like the way that she did it, saying like, I am in a position now where I'm making all my own decisions. I am not connected and this is my decision and mm-hmm, gave him the mm-hmm. gun and gave him yeah. the agency. And I think that yeah. that was well, very well played. Yeah. and For I, those yeah. of you who do like Buffy references, those season six spike is all I'm going to say. <laughs> season seven spike. Season seven spike. Ooh. Um, yeah, I like that she makes the point, like, I don't have programs waiting to be activated. I make my own decisions mm-hmm. and choices. Like, she deliberately uses terminology that they have used against mm-hmm. her to be like, you're, like, she's a machine, mm-hmm. she's software, to be like, no, I'm, I have agency, I have an idea, and mm-hmm. this is who I am. Yeah. This Sharon is, like, I think really carving herself out to be very different mm-hmm. from Sleeper Agent. Absolutely. And I really, I really like her. Yeah, me too. Mm. Um, Maya dies on the ground after being exposed to his crimes. And so does that other guy, but we don't care about him. Yeah, he was like, Zarek, I just wanted you to get your due. And Zarek's kind of conflicted by it. I don't know how to interpret that. Mm. I don't know what they were trying to do with Zarek these two episodes. I guess they couldn't have Zarek do all of this stuff because they didn't want him to get killed. And I don't either. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Um, He's still one of my favorite characters. Like, I know he's (laughs) bad. He's good. But I love him. Yeah, yeah. No, I get, you know, love love the dads. Mm. Um. (laughs) Hey, hey. I didn't say he was attractive, but I mean, he is. Let's be real. Um, So once we've got through all of the tension, Mm. Starbuck is like, well, we're going to open this this tomb yeah. so then she gets the arrow out the horrible the horrible arrow arrow it didn't the even come with a handbook mache arrow <laughs> the this... primary school you yeah. know project arrow so, yeah. um turns out didn't even really need the arrow no. at that point at that point mm. at that point okay because all they needed to do was like shove the brick door oh open, yeah yeah, yeah okay. stone door open um Starbucks smiles, and I wrote, Starbucks smiles, which is really weird to see. Actually, it's weird to see most people smile on this show. You're not wrong. Yeah, like when like yeah, Starbucks actually, was smiling, I was like, that's weird. But also, I was thinking about that when I was and watching it. And lots of people it. smiled at the one time, and it was very mm. weird. Mm. <laughs> but I was thinking about that actually when I was watching this, because actually, Trisha Helfer is so giggly in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's actually very sweet. Yes, like, she was actually yeah. just very well acting this episode. Yeah, no, she was good. Yeah. Because yeah, it she had like, that much, not that much time. No, but she did great. And, and the giggly schoolgirl mm. thing. Like, I was like, oh, we yeah, don't see people laugh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. Mm. It's nice to laugh again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Starbuck, Billy, the two Adamas, and Roslyn go into the tomb. There's like the 12 colonies um, representing mm-hmm. these 12 kind of crude statues. Um, and Sagittarion, which is the archer, mm-hmm. um, is missing something, um, which obviously is that arrow mm-hmm. coming in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, the lights go off, the lights come up, and they're in a different location. What the frack? But, like, it's kind of insane. And I was like, wait, in the next episode, will they still be there? Mm. Like, it doesn't make any logical sense, so, wait, which is fine because it's religion. You believe that the last scene when he addresses the military, you don't think that actually happened? Do you think they're oh. still in the tomb? No, okay, I forgot about that. But it's kind of weird. Yeah, like... Like, where did they go? And we didn't yeah. find out how they came back. There's no logic. It's literally just like, poof, we're somewhere else. Poof, we're back where but we were. But they're supposed to be, like, on Earth, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, 
But how do they get back? Hmm. It just was confusing. It's another dimension. Like, okay, I've got to say, when they were reading out the horoscripes, I was so excited. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. This relates to the world I, I live in. it was in. done really well. So Like, I loved well. the Stonehenge arrangement. Like, yeah. I liked the way they looked up and I liked the lighting was so different because we've never mm. seen them in a natural landscape mm-hmm. at night. Mm. All that open When it's not grass. orange. Yeah. Yeah, it looked so different. Mm. So I thought, like... It was well executed, mm. but the logic was very confusing because you were like, have they been like teleported here? They're going to come back. Is it an mm. illusion? Are they dreaming? Are mm. they all having the same dream? Like, it's weird. Is this a projection on the cave walls? Are they like all... Plato's cave? Like, yeah. what's going on? And is Adama yeah. born again now? Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. I don't think. There are a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions. We mm. have questions. Um, yeah. All, the own, all of our own star signs are around them. It's a oh. map. It's great. It's and beautiful. Yeah. What star sign are you, Melia? What do you reckon? Oh, I don't remember when your birthday is. Oh, I'm a Virgo. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I Taurus, so we're Earth sign. Compatible. Uh-huh. Producer Tom, what star sign are you? <laughs> it's a Gemini. Oh my god, I was gonna say Gemini! Are you fracking <laughs> kidding me? No way. Yeah. They're kind of compatible to Earth signs, but not like kind of. Not like um, we are, Melia. Yeah, we're way more compatible. Yeah. I have um Linda Goodman's love signs if you ever want to borrow oh my god and yeah, it has like everyone's signs and then like you can just like look look up or like the people that you have crushes on and see if you're compatible oh, that's great. and um producer Tom and my's um compatibility one is like you have very opposite perspectives and you will fight a lot but it will be worth it which is basically true oh bless <laughs> yeah bless did, did our listeners know that producer Tom is your partner in the world i don't well, think they do, do. <laughs> boyfriend i learned in the states that you when you say partner people think you, you're uh, have a same-sex relationship but which is fine that? which is fine i mean but like we never hear from tom is he a boyfriend so... or a man friend well yeah i would usually say partner not a but... boy not yet a man <laughs> like we can we can get into britney <laughs> oh you're going so oh, red that was so easy <laughs> Um, it's also really hot in the sun. It is really hot. Um, yeah, producer Tom is my boyfie um, and a Gemini. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But yeah, anyway, back to the actual show that we are talking about. Mm. Um, yeah, they're standing on Earth because when the 13th tribe landed on Earth, they looked up and saw, saw these signs of the mm-hmm. 12 colonies, um, which helpfully one of them they know because they're like, hey, we've seen all these star signs, great, but like search the whole galaxy to like find mm. these, which is fair and then, and then um, Apollo Apollo's like hey that's the lagoon one? nebula how how Don't but know. also apparently the star signs I was reading when I was looking up the actor uh is apparently they're not right Mm. Like the no, they don't. They don't are... properly match, and the actual um constellation mm. the layouts don't work. Which to me, like, I mean, the constellation layout makes sense because they wanted to have this like whole circle thing going mm, on. Mm. But like to me, what didn't make sense is like why not just have them look like what they look like in the real world? Yeah, I didn't understand that part. But maybe I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> well, Moving. hey, Adama oh, doesn't wait. have to lie anymore. No. That's fun. That's good. Um, now he has a plan and a map for getting to Earth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what better than to... We just jump to um, him addressing the military again. And we don't find out. We don't out find out what happened, how, how they got the out of there, what they, they got said. out of there. If any of our listeners know, please Yeah, we want to know. Us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's like, hey, everyone, I want to talk because we haven't maintained the unity we always wanted, mm-hmm. but we need to. So I'm going to 
re-acknowledge Rosalind as president, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to start a slow clap for her. Oh, the slow Love clap. Love a slow clap. <laughs> the music swells, mm-hmm. the Scottish music. Uh, yeah, yay, reunion. Everyone's mm. happy again, except for Sharon, who's in the brig. Mm-hmm. She says she's okay. She's like, I'm honestly okay. Um, and then Bolter watches them from the mirror, hearing hears them talking about their baby. Um, and then Six shows back up in the red dress uh-huh. to be like, how did you ever doubt me? And he's like, well, I can't, you're not a chip and I'm not you crazy. You told me I was insane. That's how I doubted you. Yeah. But then she's like, duh, I'm an angel of God, <laughs> which made so much more sense. It really does. She's also to protect and guide him. Okay. So a few things. Firstly, are we establishing that she there isn't a chip in his head? Is that what the MRI scan was for? Because that makes a lot more sense to me. I think so. Okay. Well, I think he didn't say that to Coddle. Mm. I think he said, like, I feel like I'm going crazy or whatever. Like, whatever he said to get Coddle to scan his brain. Yeah. Because that I think makes a lot was... more sense than him looking to see if he has psychosis. Well, I think he was... Doubly. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, he wanted to prove she was... He His original argument was, you're, like, some chip in my brain. And she mm. was like, you're crazy. And mm. he proved technically broke both of them wrong, except for the fact that it was flimsy logic mm-hmm. to for the psychosis. Mm. Um but we still don't know what that means. Mm. The other question is, she's like, Boomer's having our baby. Mm. So does she mean like the new race baby? I am, don't okay. think it's clear. Yeah, my comment is I'm very confused by the Bolter and Six storyline mm-hmm. generally. Yeah, I think cool. that's fair. I think that's fair. If anybody wants to offer me insight without spoilers, spoilers, yeah, no I would spoilers. be incredibly grateful because I'm very confused. And if anyone wants to go past back to part two and confirm or deny that he calls her Sarah, then or actually just tell us if good. that's what he called her in the mini series. Yeah, true. Because it might have been the case. Because I don't remember him calling her any name. No, I don't think from the mini series. But yeah, I could be wrong. Mm. Um, and let's just point out as well that when Six says she's an angel of God, he's like, to what end? And she's like, the end of the human race. Mm-hmm. Ba, ba, ba. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Lisa, not excited. No, but like, <laughs> what is human? Because if they're trying to create another race, like we talk about, mm. and like, this is an interesting thing when we talk about race, right? So like someone who's half white and mm. half any other color is considered not white mm-hmm. uh even if they're half white mm-hmm. uh is this the same thing with the human race like if human race is half cylon are they just considered a cylon i mean it's an interesting question because they're obviously trying to procreate with the human race for whatever reason because yeah, they can't you know love and is the missing ingredient absolutely and so like the human race is like i mean is that how it works is it like if it's a it's it's like when we tried to destroy our indigenous people and we're like we can breathe them out is that what they're trying to do? Yeah. Sorry, I said that in a really crass way. It's a horrible part of our history, and I'm very well, ashamed of it. Oh, yeah, but there have like, been horrible things done. A lot of horrible things. But that is one of the things that white people did here is like, mm. oh, we're just going to do that. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that it's been made clear yet. Mm. Um, but I think that I think that we – I think that the – what we're supposed to infer, without being spoilery, what we're supposed to infer from the fact that – Sharon is pregnant. Mm. They've met back up with the fleet. She's in the brig. Six has been talking about this baby that they're going to have. Mm. And now Bolter's overtly looking at them in the brig. And she said the baby would be born in the brig. Mm. And or the cell that Sharon's in anyway. Mm. And now um, Bolter's like, I think we're supposed to infer that there is a connection. 
whether or not that's a literal like end of the human race new breed whatever or whether that's just the way six you know she's very philosophical mm. like whether she's using but she's it more kind as a of metaphor. saying it like that's our baby, our baby. yeah mm. so i don't know that i think the show at this point is telling us there's a connection mm. but i don't think the show is saying like it's 100 percent six is right or it's 100 percent that's like a, a red herring mm. you know mm. good times good times um thanks thankful for these episodes they were good look i'm thankful for this podcast i'm thankful for you melia and producer tom <laughs> did you I'm... show anything for thanksgiving no you had a friend thanksgiving didn't we you? did we have a friend's thanksgiving we were culturally appropriating the united states <laughs> <laughs> fair enough did you have turkey we had a massive turkey and it was all gone very quickly Ooh. We like all these people in America being like, oh, there were so many leftovers. We're like, there were no leftovers. There were none in our house. Nope. Um, well, there were a lot of fracks. I think there were the most fracks. I mean, Ooh. it was a double episode, but there were a lot. The first part, the first one had, part one had five. Mm. One from Hilo, one from Hot Dog, one from Cat, two from Apollo. Mm-hmm. And part two had six. It's pretty amazing. That and Kat they were all from one. different people. Mm. Yeah. She deserved more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were only two Cylons in each episode, not counting Centurions, mm-hmm. which were Boomer and or Sharon and mm-hmm. Head Six. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything mm. you want to say before we wrap this up? It's a pretty long episode. I think we're running how over time. I so. am super tired. <laughs> My poor self is like, it's the hot weather. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, whew. Well, go home and watch the next episode, Lisa. That's exactly what I'm doing tonight. I'm very excited. Um, What's it called? The next episode is called Final Cut, and it's episode eight. We'll be covering it in a fortnight. Um, Quickly, just running tabs on your predictions. Mm -hmm. Still not sure if Gator's gay. Don't really feel like Dee's a Cylon after a conversation with the Dharma, or maybe more like a Cylon. We don't know. Mm. You're I still mean, shipping Zarek and Roslyn. I mean, I don't really think they're going to get together. And I feel very validated by listener Lisa's uh, messages that there was something there that I was seeing. Justified. Yes. yes. Um, and you also predicted that Starbuck, Hilo and Sharon would get to Cobol, which was true. Wow. That was an easy prediction. <laughs> but we've, we've had Gator, the Gator gay one for like at least a season and a half now. So I, I am told you yeah. that that's not going to happen until yeah. way later. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if a character's going to be gay, it's going to be Gator. Yes. And I actually <laughs> it's shared... It's going to be gay. It's going to be Gator. Gator the gay. I mean, it's it's in the name. And um, when the yes vote came through, I actually posted a picture of him. Did and you? was like, <laughs> yay, yes vote. Here's a picture of Gator for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so Do you need a reason? No. I no. mean, Gator is Bad. an MVP of my life. <laughs> We're thankful for him. We're thankful for Gator. Um, we will see you guys in a fortnight. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can see the beer that we didn't really like, but we drank anyway. Um, well, I drank it. <laughs> yeah, Lisa drank. Um, and if you want, you if you're feeling thankful for us, you can leave a review and tell us what you think. That would be the best Thanksgiving gift ever. That would be great. Otherwise, just um, give us all the intel. We have many questions and we will be checking our inbox in the meantime. See you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.